Hello, I'm Julie. Hi, I'm Matt, and you're listening to American Polly. In this podcast, we will discuss intimate topics that highlight ethically non-monogamous lifestyles. We're your hosts, and we're so excited you're joining us on this adventure. Our podcast covers sexually explicit material and is meant for mature adult audiences only. Neither of us are licensed professionals. These thoughts and opinions are our own, and they should be taken as such. If you find our podcast interesting, please like and subscribe. You can also find us on Instagram or our website at American-Polly.com, where you can check out our blog, leave comments, ask questions, or become a Patreon member and get exclusive access to even more Julie and Matt. Now please, sit back, relax, and enjoy our show. Well, hello, Julie. Good evening, Matthew, darling. How are you? I am doing well. How about yourself? I'm great. I am so great now that we have our audio figured out. We are running a couple of days behind on recording because we had technical difficulties. Yeah, we did. We have some computer issues. <laughs> we uh, did. It was actually software issues. Yeah, so, but it's all good now. So yeah, we, we apologize. Got, we're running behind. <laughs> yeah, the wonderful, lovely, vivacious Julie figured it out. So Barely. But It was just more dumb luck. But I can be lovely and vivacious all you want. You you are all the time. <laughs> so you want to tell our listeners what we're going to talk about tonight, baby? Yeah, we're with season two, episode 16 already. You say that every time. Well, it's amazing that we've come <laughs> so far. So first of all, I would like to thank all of our listeners, everyone who's been downloading, people who have been liking us on Instagram and checking us out on Instagram. We thank you guys so much. It has just been a whirlwind. This year has flown by. It's almost Thanksgiving now. Yeah. And we are super excited about some things that are happening in the future, and we can't wait to go and explore those things. Mm -hmm. And We can tell our listeners about one thing we signed up to do. Oh, yeah. Let's do that. We did. We are officially going to Naughty and Nora. Yes, in 2022. Yeah, we're very excited. I think it's like the weekend after 4th of July. So Sometime in there. I, so. am, I think so. I think it's like the 6th to the 10th or something like that. Yeah. Five days of naughtiness. I am so excited. I'm not sure what I'm the most excited about. The people, the parties, or the outfits. Or the lack thereof. Well, I mean, yeah, but it's going to start out cute and then people get to take it off. So. Yeah, you know. so it'll be interesting. <laughs> we we know some people who have gone, and we've talked to them about it, and we are taking the plunge this year and going. Yeah, so, it's a little outside our comfort zone, but we're gonna we're gonna give it a whirl. Yeah, and if you get a chance to come down, we are actually going to be in the podcast cast. Well, I think so. If they do it, we we were invited to do it last year, but with COVID and everything, we didn't get a chance. But yeah, they, they do have a, a podcast area set up where you can meet your favorite podcasters. So we will be super excited to meet some of you. Yeah. And I think we are going to try to do a podcast from the event. We say that. We say that. It I'm depends on how much bourbon's involved. It, this is true. Uh, <laughs> I don't want anybody down, but damn. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm hoping that at some point in that five-day stretch that there is a lull in the bourbon drinking. But I'm kind of hoping there isn't. I'm kind of hoping there I is. mean, I'm having an old-fashioned right now, and I'm kind of hoping well, there isn't. Well, I mean, I'm having, you know, I'm having some Basil Hayden toasted. Oh, the toasted? The dark rye? Uh, no, just toasted. Just toasted? Mm, yeah. Yeah. 
that's because you're a toasty guy. Well, you know, I like to toast people. (laughs) All right. Let's move on. Let's move on to swinging assessment. Relationship 411. Yeah. Specifically, our our relationship. 411. Right. So first, before we talk too much about this, I really want to give credit to Dr. John and Julie Gottman, because this is a play on their study. They actually had done research on kind of doing a relationship state of the union and a lot of conflict resolving type work and therapy that had gone into their study. And I happened to come across it and read part of it. And I really thought to myself, you know, this could so easily work for lifestyle couples. You know, when you've been in it for a while and you've been E&M or swinging or poly for a while, and you just kind of want to take an assessment of where you started, where you're at now, what you see in the future. So kind of like a state of the union, right? Only for your relationship, just to make sure that everyone's on the same page. Everyone's happy. Talk about the issues that you have. And two, it gives you an opportunity to Talk about what you see in each other, like the good things, the things that you didn't know about that you found out along your journey. It just gives you a little bit of um, opportunity to kind of come together and share those things. So it's not, you don't get to yell at each other. You're just kind of sitting there and talking and be like, hey, (laughs) this is, you know, it bothered me when and. Right. uh, type of thing. Yeah. So I, I don't want, I don't want people to think, Oh, you get the shouting match at each other. No, 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 no. This is meant to be a positive thing. This is meant to help you realize how far you've come in your journey. And hopefully I, most of the people that we talk to when we've been in the lifestyle for a while, and when we meet couples that have been in for a while, the first thing they tell us is we never knew we could communicate so well. Exactly. I mean, it was interesting, too. I'm going to interrupt just for a second because we actually had met a newer couple. And that's one of the first things that they told us was like, we thought we had good communication before. They had no idea. They had no idea the level of communication that they have now. So I, I think that's fascinating. It is. It truly is. And so I think that a talk like this is really good could be good for newbies after their first experience or two, but I really feel like this is geared maybe a little more towards couples who've been in it for a year or two and the bloom is not quite as bright, right? Like you've had some experiences that were good, you've had some that were bad, and you kind of want to like just take a moment and pause and just say, hey, where are we? What do we want? Do we still want the same things we wanted when we got into it? Did we fulfill some of those fantasies? Do we have new ones? Do we... (laughs) (laughs) do we still want to be on the same path we're on or are we ready like sam and ashley are we ready for new things yeah i mean right that's that's kind of the interesting thing is like our dynamic has changed a little bit as we've gone through this and kind of grown a little bit into our relationship and kind of how things how we approach poly and swinging and stuff like that so it's fascinating Yes, Actually, it is. Because it's ever evolving, just Always. like a normal relationship. Right. I mean, there's just added components into it. Mm, I totally agree. So I think we kind of have this set up to where I will ask Matt one of the questions and then he'll ask me and then I'll ask him. We'll kind of go back and forth and then kind of share in the middle because this is more of a perspective type conversation. Yeah. And so I want to make sure that we are hearing or our listeners are hearing his version of how, what he thinks about things. And then my version of what I think and not like 
we think this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, because you have two people in a relationship right. and it's it's two different views. I mean, you and this a really quick snippet to kind of give you guys an idea of what we're talking about is that we went to a house party recently mm-hmm. in which we're going to talk about that, but not... That'll be the next episode. Yeah, <laughs> not, not in this episode. But Julie and I both had very different takeaways from that. Event, oh, yes. Or to that. And it was very, very interesting. So. We talked about it quite a bit. And I think it's, you know, in a relationship, you have that same thing. Right. You your partner could see things one way and then you see something completely different and it's all shaped from our background and our past and sure and things like that so and yeah. it's, i think it's important too i i'm totally on board with what julie is saying as far as taking it and talking about it and just kind of having put everything back in perspective why are you doing this are you still enjoying it or are you still getting what you need out of it etc mm-hmm. etc et there's a lot of things there baby cakes there, we're going to unpack some of it are we <laughs> we are Man, i got a big suitcase. Are you ready? I think so. How ready are you? Girl. <laughs> I am so ready. Oh my goodness. That might be the old fashioned talking there. <laughs> that's not my, no, that's, that's the Basil Hayden talking there. <laughs> All right, Matthew. So what do you think is going well for you in the lifestyle? Okay. Now we're going to, most of our lifestyle experiences revolve around swinging, but some of them revolve around relationships that are slightly more polyamorous in nature. And then some of them revolve around open dating. So we're going to talk about all of those things because that's what we've encompassed in the last, uh, oh my God, going on three years, baby cakes, three years. Yeah. 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 So we're going to talk about all of those things. So what is going well for you, for yourself? And what do you feel is going well in our relationship when it relates to E&M lifestyle? So I think for me, being involved in this lifestyle with you has certainly given me a lot more confidence about myself. I've got to experience some things that I never thought that I would experience. I never thought I'd be involved in. I think the other thing too is I've gotten to meet some really interesting, unique people that I would have never potentially gotten the opportunity to meet. You know, the self-confidence thing and feeling better about myself is a huge boost to anybody. I think we all have insecurities. I still have insecurities about myself and the way I look and about my body and stuff. But I mean, I'm I'm learning that I'm not alone in that. And I'm also learning that in my mind that everybody's got flaws. Everybody's got things that they're not happy with or they're not comfortable with, but people don't let it stop them. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Whether it's physical, whether it's mental, whether it's little things like, oh, you know, my pinky toe is really funny and I wish my pinky toe wasn't doing what it did or, (laughs) you know, I mean, (laughs) it sticks out to the side, you know, I'm like, it's it's just... But no, I'm not saying, I'm not saying mine. I'm just oh. saying, and like, I'm you like, know, I like your pinky toe. <laughs> I, I know, but I, and mine doesn't stick out to the side or anything, but I'm just saying they curves they, in a little bit, but you know. Yeah. I, I'm just saying there could be something, right? I mean, right. it could be like, oh, I've got, I've got a birthmark on my side or something mm-hmm. that they're not proud of. Or, or a scar. Or a scar mm-hmm. or something like that, of that nature. And it doesn't let, it doesn't stop them. Mm-hmm. It doesn't stop them from being who they are and being and the lifestyle. Right. You know, we've met people who have scars from surgery. We've met people who have had an amputee. We've met people who have physical limitations. Mm-hmm. And you know what? They have just as much fun as everybody else. Right. And sometimes they have more fun. So you think the lifestyle is more accepting? 
it's more accepting. We haven't met anyone who has left such a negative impression that I that we don't ever want to talk or see them ever again. Julie's kind of nodding. It's like uh, rocking her head <laughs> back and forth a little bit. But I mean, I'm saying to the there point. There have been a couple that I'm like, wow. I mean, I don't know if I would say I never want to lay eyes on you again, but I would definitely say I don't want to sleep with you and I'm not sure we could be good friends. Sure. I mean, but that's that's life too. You right? meet people in yeah. out and in normal life. in everyday life, right? Yeah. That's normal. Yeah. Well, definitely the whole sleep with thing. There's lots and lots of people I wouldn't I would not sleep with. Yeah. <laughs> Just teasing. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I think that it's opened my eyes to be more accepting to people and who they are. Mm -hmm. um, and as far as our relationship goes in the lifestyle, I think it has certainly brought us much closer. Mm -hmm. And our lines of communication, while I do struggle from time to time, mm -hmm. and not this is un this is not lifestyle related, but no more just on a on a personal level. I on think. a personal level, mm -hmm. I struggle with communicating, mm -hmm. or articulating my thoughts, and but on a lifestyle thing, it I'm much more open to talking about like I didn't enjoy this, or you mm -hmm. know, I, there's something about this couple that I'm not real. It's just a red flag for me, right? I, and and I'm more open to talking about that, and I'm more open to talking about my feelings about experiences that we've had. Mm -hmm than sometimes in day-to-day -day life. And it's a struggle that I'm working on, mm -hmm. and I feel like I've come a long way with it. Mm -hmm. You definitely have. I think that in your past relationships, you've been in a position where sharing was not encouraged, and it was also a source of bullying and manipulation for you. Or it was viewed as a weakness. Almost. A weakness, right? Well, like bullying, right? I'm yeah. going to bully you because you're weak, or I'm going to bully you because I can kind of thing. And so right. I think that it's taken time for you to realize that that's not the norm and that's not how I'm going to treat you. And and that takes time. That's not a, you don't flip that switch. No, right? it's not an overnight thing. And mm -mm. It, it's, I, it's still a learning process and, a, and it's still a healing process for me. And I'm very blessed that Julie is patient and understanding. Oh, me. you make me sound like a saint. There are days. <laughs> <laughs> there are days when I tell Matt, I'm like, I need you to talk to me. <laughs> yeah. And this is day-to-day -day stuff. It's not, it's not lifestyle. Related. Right. But it's there, it's I mean, not, but it, it is because our, our life is lifestyle, right? Like yeah. we fully embrace that. And so those cups do spill over. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, it, it kind of goes back and forth. We, we call this the sprinkles on our cupcake, but we are involved in those sprinkles pretty often. Yeah. So. And I mean, it, and for example, it just, it could be something with work, like something may have happened at work and I'm just kind of like trying to process through everything. And it could have been something that happened with my family. Mm -hmm, right. Um, and it, it just, it could have been, you know, an, it could have been an argument. It could have been anything outside, not between Julie and I, but just outside of our relationship right. that I am internalizing. And sometimes that she can see that in me and I, I struggle to sometimes articulate or sometimes bring that to the forefront because I haven't quite figured it out myself. Right. Like I know something's wrong. I just can't, I just don't know what. Yeah. So. And yeah, I mean, I, I, and I've, I've had to tell her before, I was like, I don't know how to say what I want to say. And then. So yeah. in situations like that, just for people out there that struggle with the same thing, when that's happening with Matt and I, and I say, what's up, what's going on with you, baby? And he'll say, you know, I'm, I had a rough day. I just, I don't know how to articulate everything yet. All right. I mean, I'm not ready to talk about it yet. And I'll just so that I know that it, we're good. We will actually say that to each other. Are we good? Is everything good with us? Yes. And he'll be like, yeah, we're, we're great. Everything's great with us. And I'm like, okay, when you're ready to talk, I'm here. 
I'll always listen. I can't fix it. I may not have the solutions, but you can always talk. Right. So, and then usually when you've got your mind wrapped around it, you'll come to me and then we'll talk, talk it through. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, exactly. I'm not, I'm not going to keep it from her. I just need to kind of sort things out and put everything in perspective exactly. in, my, in right. my mind before I bring it to her. And, and I'm the kind of person who needs that validation to know that it wasn't anything that I did, that, you know, our relationship is great, that we're solid. Right. We just... As long as you squeeze the toothpaste from the end, not in the middle. We're good. I even roll the edge. <laughs> <laughs> Just for you, I roll the edge. Up. No, you. That's all right. I really actually, don't. You, I actually do that on my own. But I if you want to believe that that's for you, baby, I I'm will let it. you believe it. I'm telling you what. I will let you believe it. I believe it. So my journey is a little different. For me in the lifestyle, what's going well for me in the lifestyle, I have really learned so much about myself. I thought I was supposed to ask you the question. Oh, I'm so sorry. Would you like to ask me the question? No, it's all right. You've already taken that, I'm that sorry. glory away from me. Oh. Can I'll I ask the next question? Yes. Please? you. And I'll even go first if you want. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> sorry, baby. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So I think that for me, the lifestyle has been an eye-opener. It's really made me clue into who I am and what I want. And I am so much better at our at saying, at asking and clarifying what I want than I've ever been in my entire life. Because I've always been kind of shy about that kind of thing. Like if I wanted something sexual or something romantic or something intimate, it was really hard for me to ask for that. And so being in the lifestyle has helped me realize that no one can read my mind. <laughs> what? I know, right? I'm reading your mind right now. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> you better not be. <laughs> <laughs> I can't repeat it. On You're going to be super red if you are. <laughs> I'm feeling a little red already. Uh, but yeah, I feel like that has definitely, <laughs> you're, you're screwing me up over here. He is turning red. <laughs> you're... Okay. <laughs> Regroup. <laughs> it has changed that, right? Another thing that has changed for me is that I've always been a really open person. Super outgoing, open, friendly, never met a stranger, right, kind of person. I've always been that way my whole life. And I was one of those little kids that my mom was terrified that I would just go home with a stranger. You know how some little kids hide behind their parent? I'm the one that just, like, walks away to go show somebody something, right? Like, I, I was terrified. She was terrified all the time. Yeah. Where'd Julie go? Where'd, where'd Julie yes, go? Yes, ex exactly. That's so common. So common when I, yeah, I used to get in trouble for that when I was a kid. But... I'm more guarded than I have been before. So the lifestyle has taught me that being open and being friendly and being accepting is an amazing thing. But I also feel like I have learned that people can take advantage of that openness. And I've had that happen to me in the lifestyle. So it's taught me good lessons about being able to have these amazing relationships that just make my relationship with Matt even better. It's like, it's like a bouquet that keeps blooming, right? But it's also taught me that I need to look out for myself that I need to trust my instincts. I have super good instincts and I never realized this until I was in the lifestyle, but my spidey sense is like off the charts. It is. If I say, Oh, that just seems really weird. I don't know about this or I don't know about that situation. And then like two weeks later, it'll be like blowing up in someone's face. And I'm like, see Matt, this is why we didn't get involved. <laughs> well, it's kind of interesting that you say that because you have a better spidey sense than I do. But then again, I notice things that you don't. Mm -hmm. which is interesting. That's because you're way more observant when it comes to like little details. Yeah. Yeah. I could, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a 
I'm not good at little details. I'm just not. I, I could walk right past something and Matt will be like, did you see the blah, blah, blah? And I'm like, where? Where? I didn't see it. What are you talking about? Yeah. So I don't know. I think my instincts are better uh, with people. They are. And your observation skills are better with situations. So we're just like in different in different categories there. Yeah. But I'm definitely learning to trust my instincts. And when I feel something is off, I've learned that it's best for me to just back off, right? To just, okay, that, that doesn't seem right to me. I feel like that person's not telling me the truth or I feel like that situation is maybe bigger than what they're making it out to be. And I've learned that you can... You can totally read those kinds of things. And when we talk to a couple and they're new, like I can spot when there's jealousy issues and I can spot when there's insecurity issues and I can spot when, you know, they're maybe doing this as a Band-Aid. <laughs> yeah. And that's, so. that does happen. So we've run into people like, you know, well, talk to them enough and then you kind of learn like, well, oh, this is what's going on. You know, there's, there's a little underlying something in there. And then right. you're like, oh, we thought this would really help our marriage yeah. or this would, this would be great for our relationship because, you know, fill in the blank. Right. Because and, so, because he cheated on me. And so now I get to cheat and quotations on him. And I'm like, oh, that's terrible. That's a terrible that, reason yeah. to be doing this. No, 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 no. But, and you know, the other thing I've learned is to value myself. Absolutely. Like I, I have self-worth and I've learned that I can definitely extend that card when I need to, right? Like I can say, I value myself more than putting myself in that position. And that's happened to me. There've been times when I have felt like a toy on someone's shelf or a piece of meat. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, no, that I'm, well, I'm worth more than that. Yeah, exactly. And I think that you and I specifically don't put ourselves, I mean, I've been in, involved in the lifestyle less than you, but I don't want to be put in that same position. So I, why would I put somebody else in that position? Right, exactly. And it, it's... Yeah. I mean, I still have moments where self, I mean, I feel confident and I feel like I can value myself, but I still have my moments of insecurity, right? Yeah. There's, there's always going to, I think that's natural and normal as a person. Some days you're flying high and some days you're like, well, bad hair day, some, you know, some days you're 10 feet tall and other days you're two. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So in our relationship, I feel like I have the best communication with Matt that I have had in any relationship in my entire life. I was with my ex-husband for 10 years and I don't think he ever knew me as well as Matt knows me. And I say all the time that Ashley is my bestie and she's my girl. I've, and I know she's probably listening at some point to this and you are my darling. But I also feel like I don't know if there's anybody out there that knows me to my core as well as Matt knows me. And it's surprising because we've only been together. Not quite. Not We'll be we're two and a, a little over two and a half. We're working on three. And so it's it's not. Oh, he's over there batting his eyelashes at me. <laughs> And they're long eyelashes, people. Sickeningly long. He doesn't even have to use anything to get them that long. Unfair. Well, I just was born with them. I didn't choose, the, you know. Oh, yeah. You're just born that way. I was just born that way. <laughs> There's a song, I think. There is a Lady Gaga song, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, was, okay. I know who it is. You're so good. <laughs> but yes, I feel like that is a pretty big deal to me in my, a relationship. My eyelashes? Yes, your eyelashes are a big deal to me, baby. Now, knowing me so well, like knowing who I really am. And, right. You know, if somebody said, oh, would Julie like this? You could probably say yes or no. I probably would. But right? I like to keep you guessing. So I'm... I know. I, I get it. I get it. And that that's part of the, of the mystery and the magic, too. I know, right? But 
when it comes right down to it on the core things, I think you got it. Yeah. So. I mean, I, I think I know you pretty well. You so you surprise me every once in a while. Yeah. Well, but you know, keep my dancing shoes on. I know. Right. As long as they don't hurt your feet. <laughs> oh, I have so many shoes. I'm a shoe person. I don't know if you ever talked about this. She's now, a shoeholic. I love shoes. Mm, I love shoes. No matter what size my butt is, my feet don't change. That's the beauty, right? So if you gain a size or lose a size, your feet, your shoes still fit. It's beautiful. But Matt was like, you have to get rid of all the shoes that hurt your feet. And I'm like, that's like 95% of them. They don't make comfortable women's shoes. They just don't. Well, maybe somebody should. Well, they're comfortable that they're probably going to look orthopedic. They're not going to be four inch stilettos. That's for sure. Well, you got to keep that one pair. <laughs> so, okay. Here's a follow-up question to the first question. Sure. Has E&M... Ethical non-monogamy opened any doors for you? Mm. Yeah, I think so. I think that being ENM has made me a more well-rounded person. I feel like it's made me more accepting, more willing to walk in other people's shoes and understand them. And I think that I, I really, as a whole, understand alternative lifestyles better. Right? Because like just being open to different. Different people, different walks of life, different backgrounds, and you meet so many people, right? And we we can go to a meet and greet, especially pre-COVID. You know, it's getting better now with like more things happening. But pre-COVID, if we went to a meet and greet, it would be nothing for us to meet 30 or 40 couples. Yeah. Right. And that's crazy. And when you think about how many people that is and how many people do you normally meet in your normal life, right? Not nothing like that. So I, I really feel like when you're E&M and you are going to events, the social component is huge. And so I feel like you just really are exposed to so many different, so many different personalities and so many different walks of life. It's just kind of crazy, actually. I, I would have to, I agree with that 100%. One of the things that amazed me about the lifestyle is, well, one, the variety of people. I mean, there's everything from, I, I, there, everyone, I don't want to say everything, everyone from variety of backgrounds and ethnicity and employment. I, it just astounds me when you right. start talking to people and I'm like, oh, what do you do for a living? You know, like, well, I'm a physician or I'm uh, a lawyer know, or, or I, you know, I'm a cook in a restaurant or, you know, or a machinist or a machinist or whatever. Right. You know? There's I mean, all, it's, it's all over the place. Mechanics, yeah. It's just, it's amazing to me, the different people that are involved in the lifestyle. And, and, and I think the other thing that is interesting too, one of the things that I've noticed the most is that some of the people that I work with are so close minded. Yes. And mm -hmm. just like, oh, things should be this way. And that's the only way I'm like, well, no, that's not really, that's not really how this world works. Right. It can also be just as amazing. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, I've, I've, I feel like it's just like you add a dash of hot sauce to your food. <laughs> well, yeah, in a sense, but I think to learning to stand in somebody else's shoes mm -hmm. for just a second mm -hmm. and try to visualize what they see. Right. And how they perceive the world because right. it's, it really opens your eyes. I think if more people were to travel internationally and to be able to see how different cultures live and different, uh, and those of you fortunate enough listening who have been able to travel extensively internationally, you probably have a better sense of how different people from different cultures can actually coexist. Oh, sure. And 
you know, just bringing that back into lifestyle for a moment, when you start talking about not only different cultures and ethnicities, but when you start talking about lifestyle, we're start we're talking about sexual preferences yeah. and fantasies. And for somebody to come up and say, I kind of have this fantasy where, you know, you're going to do this and I'm going to do this. And they're being super vulnerable with you to yeah. share something like that. Sure. And then you may not be on board with it. I, sometimes I'm like, yeah, baby. And sometimes I'm like, oh, oh, no, that's not not my scene. Right. But, I mean, And we've been to events, too, that were like, you know, it made us very uncomfortable. What was some of the stuff that was sure. taking place? Sure. And, and we actually left. But not. But we left because it wasn't for us, and we knew that. Yeah. But we would never say, "Oh, that shouldn't be happening," right. or "That sh that shouldn't exist." Because if there's somebody out there who likes it, and they find somebody else who likes it, and they're not hurting anybody, yeah, then why not? Right. Right. So. So I mean, and I, th I think that's one of the things that this lifestyle has shown me even more of is just how open people can be about mm -hmm. some of their kinks and some of their desires and fantasies. And also just to give me more of a perspective out on humanity, yeah. if you will. Oh, I for sure believe that. Okay, Julie. So moving on, let's talk about four or five things that we see in each other for our relationship that is heightened by our time in the lifestyle. Things that we notice like mannerisms or things we appreciate about each other. Okay, sure. So things I appreciate about you. I could I could list a few that I've noticed because we're lifestyle, okay. because we're meeting all these people and we're constantly out there seeing different scenarios and stuff. One of the things that I have noticed about you is you are a true gentleman. And I really appreciate that about you as a person. It's a turn on to me. It makes me feel secure and protected, but it's more than just me, right? You're a gentleman to other people. You treat everyone with respect and you think of other people's comfort before your own, right? You're always the first one to run and grab the car to bring it around if it's raining. And that's not just for me. If we're out with another couple, you will do the same thing for the other woman. And I respect that and I admire that. And I think that that's a rare breed in this day and age that to be with somebody who is always going to try to do the right thing, even when it's not convenient. And even when there's a little bit of personal sacrifice involved. And I think that it's just something that you don't see that much anymore, right? So that's, that's a really amazing thing. On a personal level, I'm not sure if I ever really, I mean, being in the lifestyle and being with multiple people, I really have noticed how uh, sensual and seductive you are. <laughs> oh, my face is turning red. Um, you are very sensual compared to other people that I've been with. And there's room for uh, lots of different things. There's room for people who are like Matt, who are going to take their time and you're just, they got one speed and they're going to, they're going to do all, they're going to travel the entire roadmap of my body before they, before they get to the finish line. And then there are people that are not like that, but they have their own thing too. Right. So I can appreciate both, but I have to say the sensuality is probably going to be the way that I would lean for, for what I really enjoy. And so being with Matt is, it's just amazing because he's, he's, just so there isn't any part that he misses. <laughs> oh my God, my face is so red. So, I mean, just as an example, at that house party a couple weeks ago, uh, I was standing on the porch 
and their kitchen door was open and I glance in and I happen to see Matt um, kissing this other woman that we had been, that was at the party and we had talked to her a little bit and I can just tell by the way he's kissing her. He has his hands scooped around the sides of her face, like on her, like behind her ears and kind of like holding her head a little bit and like kind of, you know, leaning in and kind of tipping her back a little bit. And like, he is all into this kiss and like, just really just very, very sensual. And I was like, oh my God, (laughs) because it's so hot to watch. Right. It just was, I mean, it was amazing. So that kind of thing always does it for me. That's a big getting to experience that with him and getting to watch him do that to another woman is just a really, yeah, it's a lot of, it's a lot of heat. Can I hear that one more time, please? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. And so another thing about Matt is I feel that he's a very generous person. And I've noticed his generosity. Like we go to an event or a party. He's the first person to lend a hand, help set up, help, you know, tear things down, take things out to a car, offer his own vehicle for something. He's just that kind of guy, right? He's just going to pitch in. And I noticed that there are people who are like that. And then there are people who are not. And it makes me proud to be with somebody who's so generous and not only with like monetarily speaking, but just with their time and with their energy. So I think that, I think that's pretty pretty important to me. So, um, even when it's just something like, you know, if we're in the hot tub and like we were in the hot tub one time at this hotel and there was a quite a bit older lady at this party. Um, she was probably in her mid seventies, I would guess. And he instantly stood up to lend her a hand to help her step down into the hot tub. That's just the kind of person that he is. He'd be the first person to do that. Whether it's somebody that he's interested in, as like, oh, I, I really want to talk to her, so I'm going to lend her a hand to get in the hot tub. Or if it's somebody that he wouldn't have an interest in, but just is concerned about their welfare. And so that kind of, that just speaks volumes to me about his character and what kind of person he is. So that's my things about Matt. <laughs> you get to follow that one up, baby. <laughs> Ooh, uh, okay. Um, so things that have been heightened by you in the lifestyle, uh, one of the things that is amazing to me about you is when we're with another couple or even another female and you still will reach out for me. You will still want to know how I'm doing and how I'm feeling. And if you, you recognize when I'm struggling, it's not because I don't want to not be struggling. It's just that things don't work sometimes and you and, and, and it's not only that but it's also just reaching out and touching me at a random time and I think that's one of the things that really amazes me about you is that while you're you're doing your thing and you're having a good time and there could be four of us playing together you still take the time to go check in with me another thing actually that really amazes me about you is our communication, uh, and I know we've we've mentioned this before, but I've never been as comfortable opening up to someone as I am with you. And you, even when I tell you things that are that 
I am uncomfortable with, and it could be, you know, personal things. It could be lifestyle related. You have this space for me that is like non-judgmental or non, you know, oh my God, I can't believe you said that, or I can't believe you like this, or you hold that safe space for me that is like, okay, well, can you tell me more about this? What else is, can you explain it? Can you share more? And you, you let me be in that space and you don't shut the door and don't want to hear about it. You're always there for me. You always have a handout. And I'm very stubborn and very independent. And a lot of times I will not take your hand. But I know, and that's a metaphor, but I mean, when I do, I really cherish that. I struggle sometimes with how quickly our relationship has grown, but I treasure it at the same time. And I'm excited to see where this lifestyle journey takes us. It's a fast moving train. It is. I mean, and you know, Julie is also a very caring and giving person as well. She will will lend a hand and go far and above and beyond to try to make people comfortable. And often when we have couples over, uh, she makes the most incredible, amazing dinners or snacks or whatever. She is so creative in the kitchen and together we're one hell of a tag team. Right. We can really cook. But yeah, it's just, it's been a crazy journey thus far, Mm -hmm. but yeah. It has been. It's been a good one, but it's been crazy. Yeah. So I want to talk about one of the things that are that are kind of in the state of the union is to kind of talk about something that is a current event that we struggle with that's difficult for us or something that we did in the past that we struggled with, overcame it, and now we look back and we think, yeah, we climbed that mountain. Okay. I think for me, one of the struggles is to try, for us, really... For you and I, we've had this conversation before, is just to find a good connection. There are plenty of people to have sex with. For sure. That's not hard. (laughs) That's not hard. Literally. Or it could be. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. That's not difficult. It's not difficult. There you go. Is that a better word than hard? I just like saying hard. Yeah, because Mm. there's a lot of times that, that, um, I know. Oh, I I get it. I could ask you right now. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) In a mood tonight. I can tell. It's totally throwing me off. Um, um, Just think, people, he has to deal with this (laughs) 24-7. This is true. There are times that either I'll be really into the spouse and Julie will be into the um, male of the group and or vice versa. Um, you know, things just don't click, you know, it's just like, well, there's, I have a connection with her and she's like, "Mm, yeah, there's not, that's not going to happen. And there could be, it could be the other way around. And then there's always the times where she gets approached by a couple and Mm -hmm. they're, they're not interested in, in me joining. They're just looking for, you know, they're looking for a threesome. Yeah. They're looking for a threesome. And Uh, because we aren't married, they tend to think that I will play by myself much more willingly than a woman who's married. Right. So we get that a lot. Um, I think that's one. I think one of the things that we've really overcome is trying to figure out how we want our lifestyle dynamic to look. Yes. I, and I think that's, it's taken some time. It's still evolving. It's still, it's still growing and we're still learning kind of like, okay, yeah, we want to go down this path, but uh, we want to go back down this other path too. And we've, we've been down this path and we don't want to go down there anymore. Well, I mean, I'm going to use last weekend as an example. Yeah. Last weekend we had an amazing date night with another couple. 
just could not have gone better. Right. I got to make an amazing dinner. We went to this really cool burlesque show. And then afterwards, oh my gosh, fireworks off the chart play. It was perfect. It was really, it was a wonderful evening. And it drove home for me that approaching with Matt and really just waiting for that, waiting for the right couples to come along is worth it. Yes. It is really worth it because when it all works out and it all comes together, oh my gosh, like you just can't, it was you hot. just can't manufacture that. It it's was, It was so it was, good. It was good. It was good. It was yeah, really. I can't wait for the next time. I know, right? I'm so excited. And I know that we probably won't get to see them for a while that they've got kids and jobs and we have the same. And so it'll probably be a month before we see them realistically, yeah. right? But I am anticipating that. And I feel like... Okay, we can have mediocre experiences or we can have that. Yeah. And I would just as soon have that and have the less frequency when we can all work it out than, you know, just be looking for whatever sticks on the wall. Like, I'm thinking next time there might be some stuff stuck to the wall. <laughs> <laughs> or the ceiling fan. Oh, know. my goodness. <laughs> so for me, I want to bring up something that was difficult for me that Matt helped me with. Now, this is going back some in our relationship, back to when we first got together. So oh, when, there's a lot of things that happened back then. Right. I yeah. mean, it's still ongoing. It's but. still ongoing, but it's better than it was. And so when we first got together, I actually lived in a triad. When I first met Matt, I lived with another couple. I was a girlfriend to both of them. And that relationship had some issues and those issues snowballed. And that relationship did not have great communication. And it really was a very difficult situation to be in. I'm kind of one of those people that once you're my person and once I love you, it's really hard for me to let go. I'm super loyal. And so I, I tried, <laughs> I tried and tried and tried in that relationship and it just wasn't working. And so it would have been super easy for Matt to say, you know what? You should just let that go. You should let that go and, you know, be with me and life's great and I can make you happy. Right. Or it would have been easy for him to say, you know what? You keep complaining about this and you keep, you know, crying about it. Cause every time I would get upset, I'd, you know, be like, oh my gosh, this is happening or that's happening. And he would listen. And it would have been really easy for him to say, if you're not going to make changes, I don't want to hear about this anymore. Right. Cause this went on for months and months and months before things actually resolved themselves. And he didn't do any of those things. He didn't try to tell me how I should feel. He didn't try to tell me what I should do. He just listened. He listened and he, if I asked for advice, he would give me his opinion. He would say, have you thought about this or have you considered this? But he never said, I think you should do this. Right. And that's such a big difference. And so it was the first time in a long time that somebody had truly been a rock for me and truly been a safe space that I could vent and unload and share everything that was going on in this other relationship that's going downhill. And these are people that I'm intimate with on a consistent basis while I'm being intimate with him, right? So there's a lot there. And he really tried not to to sway my mind one way or the other. He tried to let me be my own person, but also be super supportive. And I think that that was a big deal for us and getting over that situation and figuring out what was going to happen. And then after it all fell apart, being as supportive as he was. And if I'm sad about it to this day, and if the ball bounces in the box for me and I have a bad day with it, he's still okay with it. He doesn't say, oh, I don't know why you're not over that. 
or why are you still upset about this or anything like he never does that. And I feel like that's just something that I really treasure. Well, you you do the same for me. I mean, you know, with my past relationship, you're you're there for me and you were there. I mean, I had some really dark days and you you were there for that. And even today when that ball bounces and smashes against the edge of that box that you're still you're still there you know, offering right. your hand. So it's what we do for each other. So right. whether these relations, now your past relationship wasn't lifestyle. It was a marriage. Right. Right. That you were getting through. And then, so sometimes these relationships are lifestyle related. And sometimes what we talk about, like what Matt was talking about work, it wasn't, but it was still affecting him because he was now in the lifestyle with me. So dealing with those previous emotions and the and getting over the hurt and the baggage that comes with that and then trying to navigate this new lifestyle with this new girl. So that's a lot, right? That's a lot for anybody. So Matt, what can I do for you? Well, that's be... an open-ended question, ah! isn't it? <laughs> I didn't finish that. <laughs> I did not finish that. What can I do for you, my darling, that would be to support you more in the lifestyle? Is there anything that you can think of that you would like for me to to be more supportive about? You know, I think off the top of my head, I think just keeping the lines of communication and, you know, keeping what we're doing at the forefront of, of the lifestyle, you know, approaching together and, you know, talking things through, uh, being there for me mm -hmm. and still continuing to um, support my kind of crazy, some of my non-lifestyle crazy ideas. <laughs> <laughs> you have crazy ideas in the lifestyle too, just saying. Well, yeah. Crazy fantasy I, ideas. Yeah, there yeah. there are a few. There are good ones. There are good ones. Yeah. So if you if you want to support me, yeah. Do you want to support me? <laughs> Can you tell me more? <laughs> oh darn, that's not a blank check. Damn it. <laughs> I was gonna say if you want to be super supportive, you could build me something that would be supportive that I could that oh, I could be on. A horse. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we got to play with one last weekend and now I'm all about this horse. Yeah. I really want one. I, I know. I got to get my, you know, I, they're all good things in all good time. Mm. Once yeah, I get good, access get to like all a, my. Like a timeline on that, maybe. Yeah. Well. <laughs> but seriously, though, I no, feel. No, the house. If we get the house. Then yeah. then I can have a horse. Okay. I have to work on this house. Yeah. Um, I do feel like communication is a big thing. And I feel like Matt is very supportive of my wishy-washiness because I go back and forth a lot with. Do I want to continue to approach with Matt only? Do I, am I ready to maybe venture out and occasionally have, you know, see someone else You want to in swim the with the fishes again, don't you? I don't, I don't know. See, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of blue fish out there. And I got to tell you, sometimes, sometimes I'll meet somebody at a party and it's like, oh, wow, this person's cool. And then I will, you know, maybe see them again a time or two. And then I'm like, oh. Okay, changing my mind. So I don't know. I I'm not sure that I'm ready for that again yet. And so for now, approaching with Matt is an amazing thing. And I'm I still think that's kind of my wheelhouse. So and I love that he lets me be whichever way I want to be with that. He's super supportive. And if I said I think that I want to I think I want to go on a date with so and so, Matt would be like, okay, sure. You know, he would. He. I mean, I feel like we might have a conversation about it. Like are you really interested in them? And like, where yeah. do you see that going? That kind of thing. Like he would want to know. Yeah. I want to, I mean, but here's yeah. the, 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 at the end of the day, here's the bottom line. I want to be there for you through no matter what. Right. 
if you, I mean, you support me with my crazy ideas and some of my crazy fantasies. All the ones I can. Ha <laughs> um, But I want to do the same for you, right? I, I want to reciprocate that as well. You know, I, and I understand that you're wishy, you know, you're wishy-washy because you, you had a couple of bad experiences with, with single men, you know, just, and they weren't, I, I, Julie physically was not hurt, but mentally and, you know. More brokenhearted. Yeah. It, and it was just, it was kind of shitty what happened. It was. It really was. It really was uh, kind of an unfair situation, so. Yeah. And I, I just, when she's ready, if she's ready, I want to be there to support her in whatever decision she makes. Yeah. Um, but if she, she wants to go out with somebody, I just, I, there's a couple of things that I would like to know. And, you know, I want to make sure she's comfortable and make sure she feels safe. You know, that, mm -hmm, for sure. Those are the most important things to me. And beyond feeling safe is safe. Yeah. You know, that's, that's a big deal for us. So, right. Yeah. So this is kind of the segue into our last question that we have in our state of the union. Uh, I want to ask Julie actually, and we're going to talk about what the next couple of years is going to look like and what we hope will happen and things that we may want to try to avoid. So I'm super hopeful that over the next couple of years, we will continue to be on this you know, journey of trying to find those amazing four-way connections. Cause I really feel like that's who we are. Yeah. It, it, you know, at the end of the day, we just, we are very social people. We love going out. We love date nights. We enjoy dancing. And so I feel like... I'm just playing with the cord. Uh -huh, you're funny. I feel like those four-way connections are... Matthew, he is killing me over there. I wish sometimes that I had a camera and that this was not a... We could do like video with our podcast. Because if you guys could see the faces he makes at me or the hands... The hands stuff that he does, the little sexual innuendos that he does. Oh my gosh, you guys have no idea. I mean, it's just craziness. Anyway. I'm just trying to get her to laugh. <sighs> I'm trying to be serious. So <laughs> back to what I was saying. Yeah. The four-way connections would be, would be great. I'd like to increase those. I'd love to meet more people that we really, really connect with. And I'm, they're few and far between because it takes a lot, right? It takes... It takes time. It does. And so sometimes I get impatient with that. I get it. But I, there's definitely, I'm, I'm hopeful for, we all talk about how we want to meet people in the lifestyle and be good friends and like the kind of thing where, Hey, let's go to a barbecue at their house or their kids are having a birthday party and we take, you know, gifts over or whatever. Like that's the connection level that we want, but those relationships take a lot of time to build. Yeah. And so we're hopeful and we have a few of those budding along and we hope that in a couple of years, that's where we'll be with them. We are that way with Sam and Ashley and we're hopeful for more yeah. of that. So. I'm going to ask this a follow-up question. Where do you want to see American Polly in a couple of years? Oh, my goodness. Oh, that's a good question. Well, I'm super hopeful that we are growing our listener base and that we are getting feedback from people. I love getting feedback. I really do. You and got then, feedback today, didn't you? I did. I did. I did. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, we, we definitely have some fans out there and you know who you are. And, uh, I, I really enjoy being able to kind of like message back and forth and like, just like a small scoop of how they 
perceive us and how I, you know, we, like the interactions that we get to have with them really is, it's kind of, it's exciting. I love it. So, yeah. so if for those out there who don't know, what is our web address again? Oh, our website is www.american-poly.com. And dash. Dash. Yes. That came up today. There's a dash in the middle. <laughs> and then also too, um, you can always email me directly at julie at american-poly.com. Or you can always reach out on uh, Instagram. We're on Instagram. Mm -hmm. um, also, there's a link on the website for leaving comments. So we love to hear from you guys. And I'm hoping that as things grow, that we, you know, get more positive um, feedback. And, and even if it's not positive, even if you're like, wow, you know, Julie, you do this crazy thing when you say this word and it drives me nuts. I mean, you know, tell me what I'm doing. Ha <laughs> ha. So. <laughs> <laughs> or when she mispronounces words. Oh my goodness. I got it. I did a really good one the other day. Yeah. It was and acoustic. I, it, it's, it looks like it should be that. No, it's acoustic. It looks like acoustic. Uh, it's not a Q. It's, it looks like it. No. There's a U in there. There's not a Q. <laughs> Using cues sound the same. <laughs> Acoustic. No, nope, I didn't know that was a. See, you say it like there's a dove in the middle, like a coo, right? And I say it like there's a pool stick in the middle. That's how I think of that. It's a great visual for that, you, baby. I, I was, yeah, I was like, oh, there has to be a stick involved, doesn't there? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We are going to wrap this episode up, ladies and gentlemen. I think, did you have anything else that you wanted to add? Did you want to talk about where you see us? I'm sorry. <laughs> Matt's like, well, I guess my opinions don't count. <laughs> and, and on that note, folks, yeah, Julie's going to sign off for me. So <laughs> no, no. Let's let's back that up. Let's back that up. Why? Why? It's out there now. No. We can't back it up. Now. No, we we're backing it. No, up. we're not going to back it up. Don't edit that out. <laughs> so I would like to see us grow in the lifestyle too. I I want to echo some of some of Julie's same things about making better four way connections with some people, um, and growing the the budding relationships that we have into and fostering those into uh, a deeper relationships. The other thing I would love to see happen is I would really like to see American Poly grow, our listener base grow, and us to be able to do some more national things. Like we're going to go to Naughty New Orleans, which is going to give us, I'm hoping to actually meet some of our listeners there face to face. That'll be amazing. Yeah. And then, you know, if we can go to some other, some uh, other PodFest things around the country mm -hmm. and just keep, you know, expanding and meet, meeting other listeners, I think yeah. it'd be a lot of fun. That would be. Yeah. That would be awesome. Okay, I'm done now. Are you done, darling? Yeah. Sorry. I, I'm I so sorry that I <laughs> that I cut you off. Okay, now oh. folks, thanks for listening. And Julie's <laughs> Julie's done that. <laughs> wow. I'm telling you what, he's got some tonight, people. I'm hoping to later. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We are going to wrap this up, but we have gone on for quite some time. And we've been a little bit goofy on this episode. So I I'm gonna apologize in advance or maybe not in advance since you've already listened to the whole thing, but I'm going to apologize <laughs> if we have gone on and laughed a lot. We're a little silly tonight. So I hope that this episode helps you in your relationships and that it gives you kind of a platform for 
talking to your partner about this lifestyle. I'm actually going to uh, copy these questions and pop them on the blog on our website so that you can don't have to write them down as you listen. I will uh, I'll pop them on there and you can talk about them. I'm also going to put a link to uh, Dr. John and Julie Gottman to their study so that you, if you want to go in and read the non-lifestyle version of this um, type of talk, in case you're wanting to do it just in your relationship, but that's not lifestyle related. So I really think that they have a very solid plan for, it's like a therapy that they do. And I, I actually think it's really healthy and really good. So it seems very well-rounded, but Matt is nodding at me. Okay, darling. So until next time, I'm Julie. And I'm Matt. Thanks for listening to American Polly. <laughs>